When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to keep it. So yeah, welcome back to Draft Vice. You can follow us at Draft Vice on Twitter at Draft Vice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch on all platforms. And uh, I'm just gonna take it right off with Green Bay versus the Bears. And uh, what I got from that is Bears are bland offense, but hey, dude, Allen Robinson looks like he's back from that ACL. Uh, I got him mistaken for Anthony Miller, given the speed that he was running at, doing some crossers. Now, if only he had a good quarterback thrown to him. Uh, Trubisky, Trubisky did not look all that great. Now, granted, I think Green Bay's defense is a lot better than people are going to give it credit for. Uh, I loved watching uh, their, uh, just the clips and the cut-ups of their safety that uh, they drafted in the first round with that 4-3 speed, just breaking in on some of the... Uh, I, I think it was a very, uh, very bad game to stick on Thursday night football, i got to be honest. But it was a fun one to watch. It was nice to have football back. Aaron Rodgers, I think Aaron Rodgers would have done more if they were more behind in that game and they were at risk of losing it. But they were ahead for the most part. Uh, Green Bay's defense looks like it's going to be a really big player. Uh, there were some hiccups. I mean, again, people are going to question Aaron Jones and whether or not he's uh, going to be a viable fantasy option. I mean, he was going up against probably the top-rated uh, run defense. And not for nothing, we got to watch uh, Bears D-line tear apart at least a couple of the Green Bay offensive uh, linemen, uh, especially the, the the free agent acquisition, Billy Turner. So that was, uh, that was Thursday night. Let's fast forward to Sunday. Anyway, so uh, Sunday went about, well, there were some big surprises. I guess we'll go right over... Uh, to the Ravens-Miami game, which uh, I have to say, hard to gauge uh, what to think of this. Miami just pretty much is that bad. Um, and Ravens, I mean, dude, Lamar Jackson had five touchdowns. Uh, Marquise Brown looked like he was back to full speed. Willie Sneed looked like he had a role in the offense. The only guy who I really walked away from this with any real idea of what he's going to be in that offense is Mark Andrews, the tight end. He clearly has a role, but even they still rotated guys in on that uh, I really don't know what to take away with the Ravens' offense here. Uh, on the flip side, Miami, oh my God, Miami is a uh, is a shit show. So uh, let's move on. There was Jacksonville Chiefs, which uh, Mahomes was throwing bullets, and Watson, uh, Watkins, Sammy Watkins had himself a career day, folks. Uh, he showed what Watkins could be. I, you know, I did a write up on Watkins. I don't know if I ever posted that on the Instagram, but he. Uh, I, I love watching Sammy Watkins play. If his foot would ever hold up for a full season, I'm sure he'd be a fourteen or fifteen hundred a uh, fifteen hundred yard receiver. He he just had he he's just a violent runner, man. I I, I don't know how to explain it. He, I've never seen a receiver run quite like him. He like I compared him to Marshawn Lynch as a receiver. Uh. Jacksonville, uh, I mean, we got to see Nick Foles for a little bit until he broke his collarbone. And then we got Gardner Minshew, sixth-round pick out of uh, out of middle of nowheresville. No, actually, he's a Washington, uh, out of Washington. He played well. Uh, I don't know what we're going to get from him going further down the line. Again, it's kind of hard to gauge given, I mean, Leonard Fournette played well. Uh, Minshew... 
he has some weapons there. I'm not, you know, we saw DJ Shark get a touchdown from Nick Foles, which is actually the same throw. Apparently, Nick Foles broke his collarbone on. Uh, D.D. Westbrook got a late touchdown. It, it was a, uh, it was an interesting game. I'm not quite sure what the real takeaway is. Other than Mahomes is great, and they just have so many weapons. So the Chiefs, Chiefs, we got a lot from the Chiefs, and also LaShawn McCoy and Damian Williams probably both going to be usable. So uh, you got an RB one and RB one, or uh, I guess they're both RB twos going forward. I I I'd rather, but they they both played well. So maybe that's going to be it. Maybe we're going to have a an offense that has two valuable running backs. Browns Titans. That was a uh, first quarter did not look like the rest of the game. First quarter watching thinking the Browns are going to be doing well in this and then uh uh all the wheels fell off uh especially after Greg Robinson uh kicked a guy in the head so when your left tackle gets ejected and then your backup tackle uh gets injured what does that leave you with your right tackle switching sides they would have been better off leaving uh their right tackle at right tackle and then uh playing McCray at left tackle and giving them tight end help but no, uh, Browns did not handle that day very well. There were so many penalties. I mean, this this is bad. I mean, that was a really bad game as far as penalty wise. And then it just they kept on you know digging themselves bigger into the hole. Uh, Baker was playing well for a good portion of the game, and then that fourth quarter just fell apart. And it even looked like he was on the way to getting them back into the game initially in the third quarter. So Titans. I mean, Titans didn't have to do much. Delaney Walker looked like he was kind of fed up with hearing about the Browns, so he decided to shut him up with a couple of touchdowns. And unfortunately, I was playing against Delaney Walker in a couple of leagues, so that was painful. That was that was pretty painful. Uh, it also, I uh, draft neck favorite AJ Brown got a hundred yards off of three catches. I I like watching him play. I think he's going to be. I think he's already one of the better receivers on that offense. I, I think he's better than A.J. Humphreys. And, uh, I, you know, Corey Davis didn't do anything in this game. We didn't even see a throw to him. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I'm eating a little bit of crow from this game. Uh, that defense, I mean, I was always a fan of that defense and what they've had, Harold Landry, Rashawn Evans. The Those corners are actually all really good. That's a complete defense there. I think that, you know, you know, everybody was looking at the Browns and a lot of their offseason acquisitions. And then you got to remember the Titans last few years have been building up that defense, both in the draft and in free agency. Uh, a lot of expatriate corners on that team, as well as a Dory Jackson. That that was a I watched that game. That was a pretty intense game to watch. Um, yeah. So let's move on. Uh, sad Browns fan here. Talk about Bengals Seahawks. The Bengals. Of all the teams that I'm getting any idea of, is they're the only one I could tell is actually might be better than everybody was thinking coming into the offseason. And uh, they threw it a lot. Uh, Joe Mixon, one of my uh, favorites, got injured in this game. But he might be back actually even for the game against San Francisco. Uh, they threw it a lot. John Ross was a hero in this game. And we'll talk about John Ross a little bit later uh, and his potential free agency value. Tyler Boyd got quite a few targets. Was the was one of the top two weapons on this offense. Seahawks DK Metcalf 
actually shown that he's uh, the player we thought he was coming out of the draft. Uh, listen, when you're built like a, a god, then uh, you play like a god. And uh, Lockett, Lockett received a lot of bracketed coverage, which shows that not not just the Patriots take away your best weapon if they think that's your only weapon. Chris Carson did get a lot of uh, checkdowns and a couple of passes, but he did have a drop pass. I'm again, I'm. <sighs> He's not that athletic, and he's not a great route runner, so I don't get what you're going to get with him in the passing game. That uh, Other than the fact that, hey, you know what? We have him free. We got him freed up. Let's throw the ball to him. I get it, but like I think people were making a big deal about him catching passes in this season. It's week one. We'll see what happens going forward. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Patriots. Juju got Gilmore. They, they shut him down, and then they try to make... Uh, Big Ben throw to Moncrief, who just maybe doesn't deserve to be in the NFL at this point, even with his wheels. James Washington got a deep ball. We didn't really get to see anything of Deontay Johnson. James Conner didn't really do much. Vance McDonald didn't do anything. It was really just kind of bleh. Uh, that was a that was a and the Patriots. Wow, Patriots, Patriots are just destroying. I mean, I remember coming into the year and everybody was saying, well, who are the Patriots going to throw to? Who's Tom Brady going to throw to? And now he's got Philip Dorsett, Josh Gordon. Uh, dude, they didn't even need Antonio Brown to dominate in this game. Julian Edelman, James White, Rex Burkhead. Sony Michelle didn't really do anything. Uh, I, Dear God, I, I, and forget about it. The Patriots' defense was crazy good. I mean, I'm happy to see Chase Winovich... Uh, Playing really well. Uh, we'll talk about Cowboys-Giants. Uh, the Giants need to figure out what the hell they're doing uh, on any side of the ball. They just, uh, I wow, 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 wow. And initially it looked good for them. Like they had an initial run with Saquon Barkley that made me go, wow, you know what? Maybe this is what all that uh, off-season draft capital went towards. Maybe this is what all this went towards, uh, you know, getting Zeitler, building up the O-line. Nope. Didn't do much, and they got blown out by the Cowboys. Cowboys, Kellen Moore, the new uh, offensive play caller, uh, designed this offense for Dak, and uh, he said he was going to drag the Cowboys into the 21st century. Folks, this is not your granddaddy's Cowboys. Dak looked good, and uh, he's got weapons. I mean, Randall Cobb played well. Michael Gallup played well. Amari Cooper played well. We didn't see much from Zeke, but to be honest, they didn't really need him right now. It was like, hey, let's keep uh, let's keep the Lamborghini in the garage and we'll go ahead and hammer it out he only got one catch which was kind of the the worry about you know you're hoping to get a little bit of ppr value let's go to falcons vikings uh dalvin cook dalvin cook's good at football he's good uh one of my favorite guys that in the past uh, couple of years said he was injured uh i i don't have any shares of him unfortunately because he was just always kind of not at the spot where i could get him in a lot of drafts he he's a good player and uh, he's got some legit speed and wiggle. He is that type of back that you you can design a an offense for him and get him out into space and he'll just take off and go. He's got some legit straight line speed. Uh, o line is definitely going to be a weakness for the Falcons, as is uh, the cornerback known as Josh Oliver. So there's that. The Vikings didn't really throw much. I think the Kirk Cousins, I think, had a, almost 100 yards passing. Didn't really have to do anything. Uh, Dalvin Cook got two touchdowns. The defense played well. Uh, 
Falcons did try to rally back, and Calvin Ridley did get a touchdown. There was the 49ers-Bucks game, which I think they're both sad offenses with quarterbacks who might not be as good as everybody thought they were going to be. And I think their defenses, both their defenses, I think, are a little underrated, but I, I don't think it's to the extent where we had all the pick sixes that went on in the games. I think that it was these guys are, you know, Garoppolo, you're hoping he gets back to, to at least where you thought he was going to be. And uh, Winston's just not good, man. And he's getting worse, not better, so that's a bad thing. Mike Evans was sick with an illness. Well, that was nice to find out after the game. He had the flu or something. Godwin played pretty well. Uh, this is going to be... I, I, I don't know. I don't like the Bucks. I don't... I like the, the, the weapons. I don't like the quarterback. Ronald Jones actually played pretty well. Uh, Tevin Coleman got injured with a high ankle sprain, so Matt Breida has to step up, and uh, it looks like Raheem Morstert might be the next guy up as well. Let's go to Jets' Bills. Crowder uh, got an insane amount of targets, like uh, targets that you don't usually see. Uh, I did think he was going to be involved in this offense, and he's kind of playing that Jarvis Landry role or Albert Wilson role, and I, I like him. I think he's going to be a good player. Uh, I've always liked Crowder. I'm shocked I didn't get him on more teams, but uh, you know, you're going to see a lot of short passes to him. He, he's definitely got an intricate role. I, didn't, I think he was the everybody. You know, it was between him or one when I saw in the preseason that Crowder was getting a lot more hype and usage. It seemed like Anun was going to be kind of more of the, the backseat guy in that offense. Le'Veon Bell played, uh, got some play, uh, played most of the snaps, uh, getting usage, and that's all you can really hope for if you draft him in the first round. So he he, he did well. Uh, you know, that offensive line, not the best in the world. Uh, I know Douglas came in to try to at least correct some of it. Uh, Khalil's not a great center. He, he's starting to wear out, but at least you got some veteran savvy on that offensive line. And keep in mind that that interior has not played much together. They've all been either injured or just coming in, or you know, with uh, Winters and Osemi. So hopefully they get to gel, and by midseason they hit some kind of form. <clears throat> John Brown got a a deep ball for a touchdown by Josh Allen. Josh Allen's just not that great. I mean, he's just not a good football player. Um, I know the Bills are trying with him. Bills' defense was good, and we we saw that. I just, you know, I don't – I never thought Josh Allen was going to be a great player unless you design something specifically for him, and they're trying to do that. We'll see how that goes. Redskins-Philadelphia. Now, that was a fun, interesting, odd game to watch. Uh, Darius Geis went out with an injury. Terry McLaurin showed up and should have had another touchdown that was uh, called back. Uh, Philadelphia was behind at one point by a lot. I mean, the Redskins were up by 17 to nothing, and then uh, somebody hit the you know hit the switch on the on the offense and said, "Oh yeah, we should actually play football." And they're like, "Yeah, okay, we'll throw it to Deshaun Jackson." Deshaun Jackson just breaks the game open, uh, running right out of the slot, getting a couple of 50-yard bombs. Uh, I'm liking Carson Wentz this year for fantasy. He's one of my favorite guys for fantasy. If you saw, I've been rating him really high. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. He's got the most weapons he could possibly have. He's got weapons he's not even getting to use at this point. So I'm excited for that offense. Uh, the running back situation still a little bit of a mess. Jordan Howard, 
I mean, to be fair, I, I, compared to the Bears game where we're not quite sure what's going on with David Montgomery and Mike Davis and all them, and we still don't know what's going on with the Eagles too, I mean, there's two situations very similar. David Montgomery, Miles Sanders, rookie running backs that are probably better than everybody else on the team, but the, the coaches, you know, are going to curtail the usage until they're really comfortable with those guys. I am excited to see both of them play. I have them on teams. I don't know what – I have Sanders, I think, on almost every team. So I'm excited to see what happens with Sanders. I think he's going to have a breakout moment. He did, at least compared to David Montgomery, did lead the, the Eagles backfield. So there's that. So hopefully we get to see more from it. And Redskins have a good D-line, so, and it's the first week. So we're, we're, we're still watching things ease in. Uh, like I said before, Terry McLaurin seems to be, I think, the best receiver on the Redskins. There's also Trey Quinn, probably a good uh, wide receiver, too. Who will probably, in fantasy, he'll probably be a wide receiver five. But he's just a guy to keep an eye on. Case Keenum didn't look totally inept, but pretty inept. Uh, Adrian Peterson's probably going to be playing in the next game because Darius Geis looks like he's going to be out with a torn meniscus. So, yeah, Arizona versus the Lions, that was a... I think that's the game of coaching ineptitude squared. Uh, Lions were up by a lot for a bit and ended up tying it with Arizona. I think Matt Stafford showed that he still has it. He could still be a uh, fantasy quarterback, but the Lions are just meh. I don't like the coaching stuff. I, you know, I and I was a Patricia fan. I thought he was going to be something. I thought he was going to be a good coach, and it just seems like I just don't get what they're doing. Carry on Johnson. I, I don't know what the heck they're doing with him. He's a guy who can be a three-down back, and if they were going to use him the way at least most people thought they were going to use him, could be a real game-changer, and maybe still can be. We don't, you know, their O-line didn't play super well. Arizona, I think we were seeing what I was worried about with Arizona, three-quarters of nothing, and then uh, Kyler kind of overcomes the fact that his coach has no idea what he's doing and uh, starts winning the game by himself. Well, not by himself, but with Fitzgerald and the guys on the offense, David Johnson, even got a touchdown. I don't know what to think about Arizona. I, I Cliff Kingsbury, not exactly a huge fan of him as a, as a head coach. And uh, dude, the, their defense is going to be again another place where people are just going to target. So there's that. Rams Carolina, big takeaway from that game. Malcolm Brown got a, a good share of the carries, not Henderson, and in fact got a couple of uh, red zone. Uh, goal line carries. So, and also, you know, Todd Gurley's just target. His his usage is going to be up and down. This is why people were afraid to draft him. We we don't know what's going to end up happening with him. Hopefully, we we get a little bit more clarity as the weeks go on. But uh, you know, right now, where do you even rank him? Uh, Carolina's side of the ball. You know, Christian McCaffrey played hard. Well, uh, you know, I. Uh, Cam Newton was Cam Newton. He 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 had those good moments and his bad. Missed uh, missed Curtis Samuel on a on a deep throw. It was it was a they both teams fought hard. Both teams have good defenses. It, it's uh, I think Cam Newton threw an interception to the linebacker who took it in for a pick six. Uh, Corey Littleton. The golf didn't look. Horrible, I you know it didn't. I think it's we're we're seeing them adapt. I think everybody's trying to, you know, there was nothing. We didn't get anything from Cooks. 
I'm I'm still worried with the Rams offense and I, it's clear that their interior is not as good as it was previously. Saints Texans uh, major takeaway on the Texans side of the ball uh, there's going to be a timeshare between Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. Uh, uh, Laramie Tunsil was a good pickup. Not not gonna lie, and you saw a bit of it. I mean, he did he did let a couple of pressures get in on him, but new O line being there only just a week. The big problem was blitz pickups. You know, when the the one thing I noticed is that Deshaun Watson, when there was four guys rushing, he was clean. When they blitzed him, he got taken down, and it was it's the blitz recognition, it's the coaching. It's you know it's not just on the running backs and the and the O line and it's it's partially Watson it's partially that the coaching and uh, there was a moment there where I think the Saints could have actually gotten him in the end zone with a safety had they blitzed and uh, Saints won this one by the skin of their knees. Uh, Breeze had a uh, interception that wasn't all that great. Kamara they just rode Kamara they. Yeah, it's going to be Kamara, Thomas, and then a little bit of the Ted Ginn uh, experience, right? He's going to pop in every once in a while, say hi, and walk back out. Yeah, you know, Ted Ginn's like that roommate you had in college. It wasn't always there, but when you did see him, you're like, oh, you're here? Yeah, I forgot you were even on this show. So, uh, yeah, uh, we got like, what, one or two catches from Jared Cook. I didn't think he was going to be an intricate, involved asset on this offense, but... Maybe he'll develop more as the as the season goes on in this offense. Colts Chargers is the last one. Dude, T.Y. Hilton, man. Uh, did not think he was going to end up blowing up the way he did. Multiple touchdowns. Marlon Mack has shown improvement. Austin Eckler showed that he can be uh, an offensive weapon. Phillip Rivers to Keenan Allen, still a thing. Hunter Henry didn't get as much usage as most people thought he would. Uh, Colts' defense is still going to be probably like just that average-level defense where if you throw to the running backs and the tight ends, you're still going to get away with it. Beyond that, uh, there wasn't much to take away. I, anyway, I thought I missed something here, didn't I? Um, Did I not go over the Raiders and Denver? I did not. So, uh, that was actually a good point, though. It was the last one for the night last night. Uh, that was a, actually a surprise game. Uh, Jacobs, Josh Jacobs on the Raiders looks good. Darren Waller looks good. Tyrell Williams got some decent usage with no Antonio Brown. We actually got to see them play pretty well with Antonio Brown. Imagine what they could have done with those picks instead of trading them to the Steelers. Maybe they could have gotten a receiver like Terry McLaurin. Uh, Denver's side, uh, Flacco's just not good at football anymore. I'm not quite sure he ever was. Uh, their offensive line didn't look like it was horrible, but did look like it was having some issues. Um, Philip Lindsay looked good. I gotta be honest, I liked how Philip Lindsay was running. I thought he was actually probably the best part of the offense. Royce Freeman looked like he was a good complimentary back to Philip Lindsay. And if they design, you could probably design an offense around those two players. And Cortland Sutton actually came up with a couple of good catches. He he looks like the leader in that receiving core. If there's a guy who I want in that receiving core, which I'm not entirely sure I want somebody getting the ball thrown to by them, uh, Flacco, but Cortland Sutton, followed by Sanders, who did get a touchdown. But I'm not quite sure he's still got the, the pep in the step, if you will. So that wraps up... Uh, 
my review of the games. That was um, it was a, uh, well, it was week one, right? And uh, if you were listening to this podcast, you probably are wondering, well, how does this help me in fantasy? I'll tell you, folks. Uh, right now, I'm going to go over some waiver wire ads. <gasps> you probably saw some uh, suggestions on the Instagram, but if you didn't, here's some of the players that we are suggesting to take a look at if your team needs some uh, some help. And i got to tell you, this week, very strong for receivers. Like I, I, I can tell you there's a, a bunch pretty deep in there. Here's ones that I've been looking at uh, because I, I've seen them in a lot of leagues that I'm in, and I'm sure there's more that are available. Here's a couple. Ted Ginn Jr., uh, I don't know if you want to fall into that that trap, but there was a, a couple of times where he's actually been a fantasy-relevant player. Uh, it looks like he's back to prominence in the Saints offense. He's got a role, and uh, if you're really desperate, you can grab him. I talked before about John Rush. John Ross. John Rush. Guy's 4-2-2 wheels. Uh, he was thought to be a bust. No longer dead, man. Uh, I like him. I think he's got value in Zach Taylor's offense. They threw a whole bunch, and he led the team in targets. He might be my favorite to pick up this week. Uh, in comes in Terry McLaurin. I already have him on some teams. Yeah, that's right. I got Terry McLaurin on teams already, man. That was the point. I like Terry McLaurin. I think he's the best receiver on the Redskins by a long shot. But I'll tell you this much, and he showed why a lot of draft nicks were high on him. Because he showed, he's fast, he's got four three wheels, he's actually a decent route runner, he's tough. He, I think there's a lot of value to him. And uh, I'm excited to watch him, he's the only Redskin I'm excited to watch, given Darius Geis' Darius injuries. Uh, Marquise Brown, the, the receiver that blew up for the Ravens. Uh, I definitely think people should key in on him. Uh, but keep in mind, it was against Miami, and he only had a few targets. So we don't know what this offense really is going to be like. We also don't know what, what the eventual end will be with Lamar Jackson. Um, DK Metcalf, if he's available in your leagues, go grab him. That That's one of those guys where I go, okay, that's the guy with the legendary combine might show that he might be a true legendary player. He's just big. He's Superman. He is the Superman receiver. Uh, I can't wait to see what he turns into. His old teammate from Ole Miss, who's on the Titans, is another guy I look at taking a flyer on. He's maybe a little bit lower on the list of uh, receivers you want to take a hit on because you're not going to play him right away. You might play, you might, if you're in a desperate enough spot, you might play Ginn or Ross or McLaurin or even Brown or Metcalf. I don't think you're playing A.J. Brown, but he had an impressive outing, made a lot of three catches into 100 yards. Another guy who I'd be looking at is uh, Chris Conley. Might be a pickup. Might be better if it folds his round, but hey, we'll see what happens with Minshew. If he ends up being a, a solid player. Devontae Parker and Preston Williams uh, showed that they're at least going to get targets. You know, if they're viable targets, we have no clue. Uh, but they have shown they have a modicum of talent. Debo Samuel had uh, only a few targets, but I mean, there weren't really a lot of targets to go around in that San Francisco 49ers offense. It was a, it was a very weird game. Dante Pettis didn't really do anything. Um, a guy who I would have been higher on grabbing if it wasn't for a new teammate of his is Philip Dorsett. Uh, but his, uh, his future is cloudy with the chance of Antonio Brown. Uh, but he helped the Patriots dominate the Steelers.
couple of tight ends that you might want to take a look at. Uh, I know rookie tight ends don't usually pan out, but TJ Hawkinson was so involved on his offense, he might be the exception of the rule. Also, keep an eye out for Danny Amendola, his uh, his receiver, uh, I guess, teammate. I forgot to mention him as well. He had he was very much involved in that offense, so I would keep an eye out and grab Danny Amendizzle, Amendola, Amendazzle, Almond, Darren Waller if he's available. He was very much utilized in the the, the Raiders passing game, very much filling out that Jared Cook role on the offense. And as long as Jordan Reed's unavailable, uh, I'd go grab me some Vernon Davis. Uh, talk about some running backs. Adrian Peterson's probably my top dollar running grab, running back to grab. Uh, I thought Chris Thompson was taken in every league, but if he's not, grab Chris Thompson as well. Uh, I'm not sure how long Geis will be out, but I think it's most likely at least a few weeks because he tore his uh, meniscus. Uh most easily available running back to add, probably Adrian Peterson, and he's probably the top dollar guy to add. And at least they've shown they can run a little bit. And plus, you know, Eagles, tough O-line, a tough D-line. So, you know, if the Redskins come up against an easier matchup, grabbing Adrian Peterson is probably not a bad move. I also put Carlos Hyde on here. Uh, got the start for the Texans, and that offense, he might be usable. Uh, he's going to be a major add for most teams that are desperate at running back, if he's even available in your league. Uh, I also stuck in Ronald Jones. Uh, played the best on a crappy Tampa Bay team. So, I mean, if you're looking at three running backs on that team, he's the guy he, who has a little bit of a shine to him. Not a good pass catcher, but, you know, he got a touchdown. He, he ran for some yardage. You, you hope you could take what you can get. Uh, next down on the list is Raheem Mostert because uh, Tevin Coleman's probably not playing for a few weeks with a, with that bad ankle. So usually RB2 in Shanahan's offense gets some playing time. Uh, if you're really desperate, you can go ahead and look at Mike Davis. I don't think he's going to be leading the Bears' backfield forever, but for right now it looks like he's at least part an intricate part of that offense, and uh, sometimes that at least can get you by for a little bit. Odds are David Montgomery will take over, but while he's out there, grab him. Uh, I also stuck Gio Bernard on here because Gio Bernard, uh, you know, Joe Mixon might be back sooner rather than later, but if he's not, Gio might be worth the pickup. It always feels like Mixon gets injured the first two weeks of the year and then comes back and plays well, so I don't understand any of this, folks. And I stuck Rux Burkhead on here because the Patriots' backfield might be hard to figure out, but at least there's multiple weapons there. So if you're a super deep list, if you're really desperate, go for Burkhead, I guess. And uh, as far as quarterbacks go, if you have Dak Prescott available in your league, grab him. Grab him quick. Matt Stafford might be worth it, too. Um, you know, use him as a matchup guy or streamer for a couple of weeks. Uh, because Matt Stafford was a fantasy viable quarterback for several years. So, also, I, I, you know, I kept on hearing about Tom Brady being available in some leagues. Go grab him. I think that the... 59, 78-year-old Tom Brady is going to be throwing balls. So a whole bunch of nice weapons. So, yeah, I'd find them, get them, grab them. Got it. Good. A couple of streamers for this week, uh, Marcus Mariota and Derek Carr. Derek Carr plays against the Chiefs in Week 2. 
Uh, it's quite possible he returns some fancy relevant values against that defense that is decent but not amazing. And uh, same thing with Marcus Mariota. It didn't have to do much against the Browns, but he used what he had, and now he's playing a Colts defense that uh, gave up 32 points to Phillip Rivers. Now, granted, Phillip Rivers is a better quarterback, but if you're in desperate dire straits, I could think of, uh, I could think of worse guys to pick up, right? And, I mean, if you're in a 2QB league and it's a very thin 2QB league, uh, look at Gardner Minshew. Who knows? Or Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Because there's always Andy Dalton. All right. I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, you can follow the podcast at DraftVice on Twitter, at DraftVice underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at Brojo Death Punch. That's B-R-O-J-O. Death is in the end of life. Punch like I did to your mom. Like, nah. What? Can't even speak anymore, folks. Overall, oh, week one in the books. Get you some more uh, episodes coming up. Get you some more comics on the podcast. Go ahead and talk to. Uh, listen to them do some fun drafts. We got a MMA one coming up. We got a few other ones uh, down the pike. That's the you're right. We've ever been down the pike or up the pike. We'll go up the pike. The old uh, Carlin bit. And uh, we'll be back later on this week, maybe with some pickums. Uh, could go over the list of what me and Steve picked last time, but unfortunately that episode didn't end up recording for some weird reason. So yeah, uh, tune in. We'll be back. Peace. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. I'm about to pass. I'm about to